I think first and foremost, it's about finding what you love. For me, for example, I love lifting weights. I ran my entire life. And so as soon as I didn't have to run, I didn't run. <laughs> um, I go on the occasional walk. Free diving is, is where I get my cardio. So I think it's, yeah, first, most important to find what you love. Because if you find what you love, then you don't mind doing it. You know, you're going to wake up and want to go lift weights. You're going to wake up and want to go swim. That's a clip from today's interview with Jill White, who lives on the island of Oahu. And today we talk about her journey to Hawaii and what that was like for her. And also some of her tips on how to experience Hawaii to its full. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. Let's go. Welcome to Hawaii's Best Travel Podcast, where we help you prepare for your next trip to Hawaii. Discover the experiences, businesses, and stories that make Hawaii the Aloha State. And now your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha and welcome to another episode of Hawaii's Best, where we help prepare you for your next trip to Hawaii. I'm your host, Brian Murphy, the owner of Hawaii's Best and on our blog and on this podcast, we offer resources and tips for travel to Hawaii. Just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. Today's conversation is with Jill White, who lives on Oahu. We talk about her story and move from Tennessee all the way to Oahu and what that has been like for her um, this last year and a half or so. What's cool about Jill is she is a fitness trainer. She's an influencer on Instagram. So you can hear how she's been creative and making Hawaii a reality these last you know year and a half or so and how she has discovered new passions in living in Hawaii. And I think that is so cool. So you can find Jill on Instagram at Jill underscore white and on her fitness page on Instagram at jaw fitness by Jill. Also search Jilliana White on YouTube where she is active over there. And that's a new platform for her that we're going to talk about and how much she's loving that. So stay tuned and let's go ahead and talk story with Jill White. Let's talk story. All right, Jill, thank you so much for coming on Hawaii's Best. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. This is going to be a lot of fun. How were the holidays for you? It was actually really good. Um, I was fortunate enough to be able to go home, and home is Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, traveling actually wasn't that bad. Going to Tennessee, you know, mask on, the airlines were taking precautions, which was awesome. And then coming back, you just have to test negative less than 72 hours beforehand, and it was easy peasy. So it was good. Good. I love to pick up that part because a lot of people have questions about traveling to Hawaii. But so home is Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. We've been in Tennessee once and love music. And the scene is just, it it was so much fun. That's kind of like the environment you grew up in. Yeah. So Nashville is country music through and through. There's live music from 8 a.m. till whoever knows (laughs) what time in the morning. (laughs) It's awesome. It's a really cool environment to be around, especially if you love country music. Yeah. Do you? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I have to. By, by default. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Growing up in Tennessee, you got to love country music. 
So like, is live music happening and the whole scene is happening again or um, pretty not, It's pretty mellow in Nashville. I'm not sure when they'll be opening up live music in bars. It's a little different than it was a couple of years ago. All right. So flying back then, it, it was a 72 hour, you know, that's something that we've been talking a lot about here too on the podcast is mm-hmm. just kind of helping people just kind of go through the process of like, okay, what does it mean to get on a plane coming to Hawaii and basically that is it sounds simple it's testing negative 72 hours prior to boarding and prior to your final leg of the journey so (laughs) right (laughs) yeah so if you have a layover in like LAX you know you you got to make sure all the the 72 hours lines up correctly um (laughs) you're right so but for you your experience maybe unpack that a little bit if someone who hasn't done this yet what uh what what were kind of some of the steps that you would recommend there are a couple places that hawaii um, does recognize as credible testing facilities i went through walgreens and it was awesome you just went through the pharmacy line you did a self-test which is i thought was really cool there's no contact with anyone and then you got your result. There has to be a rapid test obviously because less than 72 hours is the self-test the um spit test is that no so i had to stick a q-tip up my nose so you you had to stick the q-tip oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh I, there's no way <laughs> i know he was i was like how far do i need to go and he was like once you start crying then you're high enough and i was like okay no. I was like, seeing my car just like tearing up by myself or rubbing a q-tip around my nasal cavity <laughs> but it really wasn't Goodness. that bad yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been tested i don't plan on it unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was like, do I even want to do this or quarantine for two weeks? But no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Testing was, yeah, it wasn't that bad. They're really speedy about it too. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I know that was one of the things when the whole program launched was like, are you really going to be able to turn around in 72 hours? And from what it sounds like, a lot of people have had success in it. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's, I was surprised at how easy it was. And then you just have to upload your results onto the Hawaii government travel website yeah. or whatever. And then you just get a QR code, they scan it, and you're on your way. Awesome. So this goes along with your passport or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you have your uh, ID and negative test. Right. <laughs> well, hey, but you get to go over to Hawaii and you've been on island for about a year. Yeah, it was a year exactly, January 1st. There's probably a lot to unpack there. And I'm <laughs> sure this past year has been probably an interesting year to like make that big move and all that. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what led to the move? So uh, I had just graduated college. This was back in, oh gosh, uh, 2018. Um, I just graduated college, was just working at a desk job, you know, insurance, typical. I was planning out my vacation days as one does. <laughs> and um, I was talking to my friend who lived on the big island at the time, talking about visiting her. And I was like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with Hawaii and not want to leave. And she was like, well, we're hiring at the job, the job that she worked at at the time. Why don't you apply? And I was like, okay, like, why not? I'll apply to a job in Hawaii. <laughs> And I ended up getting it and moved out to the Big Island in April of 2019. I was supposed to only be there for the summer, but ended up extending that throughout the fall. 
I think it was October of 2019, my friend actually decided to leave and move back to the mainland. And I was like, well, I love Hawaii. I am not done with Hawaii. I don't think Hawaii is done with me. (laughs) So I decided to uh, move to Oahu in January just because I think there was more opportunities and connections out there. So I moved there. Um, I didn't have a job at the time. I just did it and it worked out very, very well. <laughs> very scary, but it's it's worth it. You just got to make it work. And how have you made it work? Like, what are some of the things that you've been doing? So I got a job at a hotel here. I was very fortunate. Got a job before, you know, the whole COVID hit. Right. I actually ended up getting furloughed, which was terrifying at the time. But it happened to be a blessing because after all that mess, I picked up all these hobbies that I'm in love with now, like free diving, surfing. Hmm. Um, I met my absolute best friends. So all things considered, 2020 was was actually a pretty good year. Have you been to Hawaii prior to April of 2019? No. So I had never been to Hawaii. Yeah. And um, I remember I was talking to the manager and I said, yes. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You do realize that you're moving to Hawaii. And I was like, yep, I'm coming. (laughs) Like no experience, no nothing. I was like, I'm coming. Why not? And how was the fam back in Franklin with that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. That conversation (laughs) with my mom, she was like, um, what what? (laughs) Yeah. And it was funny because the job involved working with dolphins. And so she was like, Jill, what what are you doing? What did you just get yourself into? And I was like, oh, don't worry. It'll just be for the summer. Like, I'll come back. And she's like, okay. And then after summer, I was like, I can't leave this place. It's it's too amazing. I barely even scratched the surface. So <laughs> dolphins, I mean, obviously Tennessee has a huge dolphin dolphin rescue sanctuary. <laughs> so oh, what, yeah. All what, of was it kind of like it was a it was a connection obviously on the big island and it's just like yeah i could go do that basically you just kind of jumped into it yeah anything to get away from the desk right right yeah i know and i've always told everyone i'm like i am not a desk person like i gotta be outside i have to be adventuring um something active my friend was a is a trainer and i obviously have zero experience in that so i work kind of like the front of house um, guest services, that's where my experience came in. So I did have experience in the specific job, but <laughs> yeah, I had never, I don't think I'd ever even seen a dolphin before, <laughs> maybe in like a zoo or something, but right. yeah, I've never been that close. <laughs> so you moved to Hawaii. What's that first year been like for you? Like as far as, because Hawaii, obviously technically part of the United States, but it's such a, it's like a, it's its own land. It's its own country, really. So what was that like? One for you kind of, you know, come alongside of the culture and also Mm -hmm. two, how did you feel like you were welcomed into the culture? Yeah. So it's super different from the mainland. It's, it's seriously its own world out here. It's absolutely incredible. The people are so nice. The amount of times that I've had to ask, a random person to help me with my car is insane. And everyone goes above and beyond. Like this sounds super corny, but I swear it feels like one big Ohana out here. Um, (laughs) And going back to the mainland, I'm like, Hmm, I probably wouldn't ask a random person to help me with my car (laughs) on the side of the road. (laughs) Right. But yeah, it's, it's incredible. 
I love that the focus out here is conservation, not only with Hawaii, but the earth and animals. And I, I love that. So mm-hmm. that's probably the, one of the biggest differences. Yeah, t- I totally agree. And what is awesome is too, you've discovered some new passions and some new, mm-hmm. some new ventures. And for someone who is maybe kind of where you're at a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's more. And I think 2020 did a lot to us, like asking ourselves those big questions yeah. of, is this it? Or like, okay, what am I really going to be doing with, with my life? And really kind of like struggling with some of those big questions. And those yeah. are fun to wrestle with, but we can plan all we want, but those plans will usually more than likely get, you know, destroyed or exactly, changed. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's all about really the journey in it all. And mm-hmm. for you, it sounds like, you've discovered some new things along this journey. And how was it for you in discovering these new things like free diving or even doing some of the influencer marketing stuff that you're doing? What was it for you? Was it just saying yes to everything or was it like, I know I need to do this or I know I don't want to do that, like process of elimination? After college, I felt like I wasn't really growing as a person. I was kind of like stuck. And I'm not someone who goes out of their comfort zone all the time. I like my my little bubble. <laughs> but um, once I got to Hawaii, and especially Oahu, um, I was like, you know what? I'm in this beautiful place. I need to pick up hobbies. I need to do something that I typically don't do and can't do back on the mainland, especially at home. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually funny. Growing up, I was never one to go swimming uh, whenever we we'd go on vacation to the beach. I wasn't like jumping in the water and like playing in the waves. And um, I went free diving one day and I was like, oh my gosh, like you can be under the ocean and see all this stuff. And it was absolutely incredible. And it just took that one day of going out with a friend and just really seeing that there's a whole new world that I didn't even know existed. Like I didn't know that you can free dive as a hobby. I didn't know that you have to be a pro surfer to have fun on the waves. Like, it's just, it's about just going for it and getting out of your comfort zone, which took me a while to do. But I'm so happy that I did because, again, I free dive almost every single day if the visibility is good. (laughs) Winter, it's kind of tough, but it's incredible. What is like a typical day for you as far as like creating content, doing brand deals? Like maybe just kind of give us a a sneak peek behind like a day in the life of Jill. Yeah. So um, I try and work out in the morning. Sometimes that does not pin out. <laughs> After that, my roommate and I, um, we try and go diving. She scuba dives. So all free dive. So just for clarity, free diving is you get to go diving for free, right? <laughs> yes, technically. Yeah. But um, free diving, uh, I just have these really long leader. Um, I think they're carbon fiber fins. Mm-hmm. And then I have a weight belt that I wear and then just a mask and snorkel and you just dive down as far as you can go and then come back up, take a breath and do it all over again. That's crazy. It's I can barely hold my cardio. breath long enough to go across the pool. <laughs> That's, that, that was me when I first moved here. I went down like 10 feet and I was dying. And now I'm like, oh gosh, I don't even know. It's 35, 40, easy. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it takes practice. All right. So you go diving and then what else? And then I try and film it. I vlog most of my adventures. Sometimes it doesn't pan out, but I'll vlog it and then um, come home, kind of edit it and then post if I need to post for 
a different brand. Sometimes it's protein powder, something like that, just kind of sharing what I'm using or doing that day. Lots of editing. It's very tedious, but it's it's so much fun. So mm-hmm. I really don't mind it. <laughs> it seems like a lot of people in Hawaii discover these new passions and mm-hmm. discover more about who they are and what they can do, but more importantly, how they can add value to others. Some of the things that you provide, I love to get more into the fitness side of it all, but you talk about working with brands and you talk about being an influencer and that sort. Is that something that you just kind of hustled and grind to get like to get those brand deals? Because I'm sure that was a whole new learning curve too, right? Yes. Yeah. So I feel like I've been, I should say, influencing the past, I wouldn't even say year, maybe nine months. Okay. I had always loved filming and kind of like that world, you know, the YouTube world and Instagram and stuff like that. But it wasn't until I met my really good friend, um, Sam. She works a lot with influencers just with her job title. Um, Yeah, she's a marketing major out of college. But she really told me, she was like, you can start, you know, actually making money with the products that you're using. And I was like, yeah, but I don't even know how to get into that. And she was like, emails, DMs, just share your life. It's, It's really not that hard. And so I started to do it and I started to really like it connecting with different brands, connecting with people, and again, sharing what I use every single day. I mean, if I'm going to use it, might as well share it, you know? Right. So yeah, she really introduced me to that world. What's been maybe the the hardest part in that world? Because being so vulnerable, sharing your life, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Two things. One, the consistency. Some weeks I feel like I'm growing exponentially. I have all these brand deals that want to work with me. And then the next week, like, mm. I feel like it's just at a standstill. So it's kind of being cons- consistent with my own work yeah, and not feeling like, you know, no one cares, no one's paying attention, no one's watching my YouTube videos. Um, you just got to stay with it. And I've gotten a lot of hate comments, which... Mm. Yeah, about like my appearance and stuff. So it's kind of like getting used to that. So is is that like a common thing? Yeah, um, it's kind of it's kind of sucks to say, but you know, if you do put yourself out there, if you do, yeah. you know, share your life, you are going to get hate. Sure. But it's also important to to see and to know that those people's opinions don't matter as long as you're happy, as long as you're doing what you want to do and adding value yeah. to other people's lives, whether that's just entertainment or education, like anything, then you just got to keep at it. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, we can't let the opinions of others deter us from our life purpose and what we know and the the track that we've set ourselves on. And the moment that you do that, you lose your, your, your focus and that's no good. Yeah, you you lose your spark, lose your passion. Yeah, for sure. You have a whole fitness side too, because at least from what I've I've gathered, like your Mm -hmm. friend, Sam, she mentioned like, you're already Mm -hmm. using these products, you're already doing this and you're already kind of doing the fitness thing. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up playing soccer. I played soccer all through college. So I was always in the fitness and health world, but it wasn't until after college when I graduated, um, I didn't have to eat or work out solely based on soccer. And so I started going to the gym and started posting about it. And I, a lot of people started asking questions like, 
oh, well, what do you do this for this body part? Or what do you eat during this time of day? And so I just started posting about my journey and my transformation. I actually started creating specific workout plans for people and meal plans, which I think is so much fun and so cool because you can do what you want when it comes to fitness and health. You don't have to run 10 miles a day to be healthy. You can swim all you want. You can lift weights all you want. I think people kind of get freaked out when they hear, you know, fitness and health, you know, is a lifelong journey, but it really doesn't have to be boring. You can, again, do whatever you want to do as long as you're healthy and growing and, you know, keeping your health in check the whole time. From what you've experienced in some of your coaching, what have you seen like as the top struggles from people? I've seen a lot of people getting discouraged really early. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of a uh, misconception that you work out for one week and you're going to lose 45 pounds. And it's like, yes, that would be awesome. But that's not, you know, that's not how it works. You have to stay consistent. You have to continuously, you know, eat healthy and eat in moderation. And you have to continuously exercise. You know, it's, it's a lifelong journey. It's not, you're not going to get there in even one month. You're going to feel great yeah. after one month, definitely. But, you know, you're probably not going to hit your goals in a month. And that's what's frustrating when I hear people say, oh, I didn't see results. So I stopped. I'm like, ah, come on. You got to do it for more than a week. <laughs> you just have to keep at it and keep consistent. The, the whole fitness world is like really results based and you're like okay how much how much can i lose in you know 21 days and mm-hmm. you know you know how much can i get away with and still keeping on my plan and not am i sticking under 15 calories 1500 calories or you know do i have to yeah. do 1200 to like cut but you mentioned it it's more of a lifestyle and we're talking about mm-hmm. hawaii is our main you know topic <laughs> here and people traveling yeah. to hawaii and one of the best ways in really experiencing all of Hawaii is it's not having the six pack. It's not having, you know, the arms, the the legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more about being able to shoot, holding your breath for, you know, more than 30 <laughs> seconds and experiencing yeah. this whole other world and doing that hike that you always wanted to do. Like you're traveling out of the family, like doing that hike with your kids, you've always wanted to do and exactly. not feeling stinking winded at the top. And like, I guess I could get my camera. I could barely reach, you know, to get my camera. But like, it's more about experiencing life to the full. But specifically, we're talking about Hawaii and being able to experience all of Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. One of the best things about, you know, being healthy is being able to do that amazing hike to the top of the mountain, diving down and holding your breath and seeing this incredible wildlife and marine life. Yeah, for sure. It's it's not about looks. I mean, that's a that's a good plus, I guess. But it's a good byproduct. But yeah, yeah it's, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not the most important thing. Um, it's being able to run around on the beach with your kids. It's you know not even take a three hour nap in the afternoon mm-hmm. after you went you know on one hike. I bet that can be that can be tough in helping coaching people. It's all about your mindset. And sometimes that's easier said than done. But, you know, you just have to remind people it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's it's, it's your life. It's not right. this, you know, 21 day fix and then you're done. That's, right. I hate those 21 day fix, 30 day. It's like, 
no, <laughs> it's your life. It's, you know, it's a commitment. It's a lifelong commitment, but it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And having that bigger picture in mind, thinking about, I mean, it's really the, the memories that we'll be able to take. You know, I, I guarantee, you know, 30 years from now, we'll, you know, be talking about that one hike that you did because <laughs> you got in amazing shape and you did the right things for your body. Yeah. You, you probably won't be thinking about like, oh man, I, you know, those jeans, I was able to fit in those jeans or, you know, my, my abs were that way. Like, no, you're <laughs> going to be thinking about, man, I did that with my kids and yeah, I just felt, felt so alive. Yeah. 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 Love that. Okay. Joe, you mentioned a few minutes ago that you do workout plans, you provide workout plans and maybe talk a little bit more about that if someone is interested in looking more into that. Yeah. So I um, create workout and meal plans and it's really cool because I kind of do like a questionnaire and I'm like, what do you like to do? You know, do you like to do only, but only lower body? Do you like to do only upper body? You know, everyone's different. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's goals are different. So I really try and um, focus the plans around that specific person. Um, I do have set plans, you know, upper body, lower body, full body, but the the custom is really cool because you can really make it your own. And again, like if you don't want to run at all, you don't have to, you know, yeah. you have to do something, but you don't have to run. <laughs> and that's, it's fun to create plans for people because again, everyone's different and it's kind of cool to see what everyone's goals are and how I can help them achieve those goals. Mm. And when they do achieve those goals, it's, it's incredible. Like the, the confidence people change, I swear, after they, you know, discover the fitness and health world mindset change. And again, your body changes, but that's just a plus. <laughs> it's all about the mindset, it's all about the, the healthy mind, the healthy lifestyle. And it's just so incredible to help people achieve that. So is it fair to say that it's more important for someone to find what they truly love and can can stick with and they look forward to that type of movement? Is the movement more important than actually so if someone loves I just love lifting weights, but as long as mm -hmm. you get your heart rate up or you stay consistent with that is it more about finding the right workout or how would you answer that yeah so i think first and foremost it's about finding what you love for me for example i love lifting weights i ran my entire life and so as soon as i didn't have to run i didn't run <laughs> um i go on the occasional walk free diving is is where i get my cardio so I think it's, yeah, first, most important to find what you love, because if you find what you love, then you don't mind doing it. You know, you're yeah. going to wake up and want to go lift weights. You're going to wake up and want to go swim. Sometimes you do have to, you know, do stuff that you don't want to do. But I think, yeah, first and foremost, it's, it's finding out what you want to do and what works with your lifestyle. As long as it's healthy, as long as you're active, as long as you're getting your heart rate up. I think you can honestly choose what you want to do and just do it. Goodness. I got to get back on it. Like <laughs> we can work on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it 2020, dude, like I know we're all tired about talking about it, but yeah, that, that for me and then 2020, like going full time, I feel like I'm making, like I'm having confession here. Like I'm making excuses right now. <laughs> like Jill, like, please have, have mercy on me. Like, yeah, 2020, it was like, I had so many good, year. I had so many good routines like built in from like 
2015 all the way to like 2019. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, I went full time into this and then into audio production and now working from home. It's like, you know, you, you're like, well, I'm not seeing anybody right now. I'm not really doing much. And <laughs> the workouts are taking a, taking a backseat. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I've transformed, like I have this room outside of this booth that's, you know, like mm-hmm. the bike, the, the treadmill, the weights, the, you know, the whole thing, like it's, it's all right the there. And it's like, oh my gosh. It's I just, just actually gotta... doing it is the right. hardest part. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, maybe you can fix me. Um, (laughs) so then how can people, um, get in touch with you, but, but also talking about the workout plans, how can they find that? As far as, uh, workout plans go, you can obviously DM me on Instagram, but email me at, uh, jawfitnessbyjill at gmail.com. And Jill is with, uh, one L, but YouTube as well. Um, if you just search Juliana White, um, on YouTube. That's probably my favorite platform out mm. of uh, TikTok and Sam and, and YouTube. But I do, of course, have Instagram. It's just Jill underscore white. But yeah, message me anywhere. If I don't get to you immediately, I will eventually. If not, double double message me. I promise I won't mind. <laughs> but yeah, any of those, I'm I'm all over it. Awesome. All right. So someone's like, 2021, this is the year I'm doing it. I'm like actually really doing it. And then going to plan for that trip maybe later on this year maybe summer might be a better time fall probably is looking pretty good as you're booking your trip right now is a good time to kind of put yourself first get that workout plan do the thing but as you're planning for your trip to oahu i'm just curious jill for people who are listening what is something now that you've been on island for a little bit what would be something that you want to maybe highlight or encourage somebody to to do, maybe come in for the first time? Probably. I mean, I'm in love with the ocean. So I would probably say trying to swim with the, the wild center dolphins. Um, there are precautions that you need to do. You know, don't chase them. Don't, obviously, don't touch yeah. them. But going early in the morning and just seeing just this huge pod of wild dolphins is it's absolutely incredible and if you're lucky they'll swim close to you you know again don't chase it don't touch but they do get pretty close it's an experience that i think everyone should should do and should see um just seeing wild animals in their natural habitat unbothered it's it's mm-hmm. incredible so definitely swim with the swim with the wild center dolphins <laughs> that's awesome one of the other things too, just talking about the ocean, the beach is try to never miss a sunset. There's something yeah. sacred about a sunset, even in like Waikiki. Mm-hmm. It feels like like everyone just stops for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And like the whole, the whole island just like feels like I got chills just, just thinking about it. Like it just, there's like this, there's this awe, there's this reverence for like, just even that sliver of 15 and 20 minutes as the sun sets, like you just, that moment, yeah, I, like, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like all, all of our problems melt away. Like as the sun sets, like our problems kind of set with the day. It's like yeah. you said, it's, it's incredible. Everyone stops, like, you know, no one's arguing, no one's talking. It's just peace. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. like a Hawaii sunset. It's not like that on mainland. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. All right, Jill. So I know you've kind of 
talked a little bit about how people can find you, work with you. But just again, what's the best way to connect with you? Best way to connect is probably to message me on Instagram or email me. My Instagrams are Jill underscore white. And then my fitness Instagram is Jaw Fitness by Jill. And then you can email me from there or just email me at jawfitnessbyjill at gmail.com. I also, I kind of said this earlier, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, if you just search Jilliana White, that's my, my favorite platform. So I would love it if you're listening to this. I would love it if you went <laughs> subscribed. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, anywhere on there. Yeah, message me, hit me up. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. All right. Take care. You too. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for Jill for her time today. My biggest key takeaway from this conversation, you probably heard it from our conversation, but for me, the biggest key takeaway is it's not necessarily about being strong and healthy. So you look good and all that. The main thing, and that's a cool byproduct, but the main thing is that you can experience Hawaii to its full. And no matter where you're at, no matter what age, what your current health condition is, I know we're all wired differently and we all have our own things that that we're staring down, our own limitations, some within our control and some that are not within our control. So whatever we can do, whatever you can do, whatever I can do, just let it be an encouragement. So if it's walking on the beach and being able to do that, you know, working up towards that, that could be a great goal. Or if it's just simply being present, that's another thing that we didn't get to touch too much on is is mindset and being present mentally wherever you're at. I know for me, sometimes when we travel, I I take work with me and I don't always switch off when I should switch off. That's another health and fitness aspect. That's a huge part of it is mindset and being fully present. So if that's something you need to work on, it's kind of like a muscle in itself, right? Like being able to mindfully be present, say with your family when you're traveling um, or on vacation or whatever it might be. Maybe that's your next step. So whatever it is for you, I want to encourage you to, you know, press into it and make it happen. Know that you have support. And um, I think Jill is a great resource to be able to reach out to and ask any questions or just um, just have her for some accountability, some support. So thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of this episode. And if you did, because you're still listening, I appreciate that. Go ahead and just hit subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts and drop a review below, you might not realize how much that does help this podcast, being able to reach more people who love Hawaii just like you. Well, until next time, friends, be well. Aloha. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Travel Podcast. To stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to subscribe. For more information to help you plan your next trip to Hawaii, visit hawaiisbesttravel.com.